Hello and welcome to the Stuff I Heard podcast. This is your host, Joshua Peak. Hey everybody, today is February the 22nd of 2020. Uh, nice to have everybody on board. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside. We finally have cleared out some rain here in Florence, South Carolina. We've had quite a bit of uh, nasty weather here in a row. Um, they were actually calling for snow flurries on, would it be Thursday night, Friday morning time period? Um, never did see snow flurries in our area, uh, but it was really, really cold. So it was kind of nice that winter decided to show up in February, you know, cause that's when winter's supposed to be, I guess. I don't know. We've had weird weather. We've had a lot of wearing shorts and now it's, now it's cold. So I'm sure it'll be like 75 again this, this coming week. Let's talk about some stuff I heard. Cause this is the stuff I heard podcast. I've wrote some notes. You guys, if you guys, uh, on the YouTube world, if you see my little notepad, I wrote some notes. Ooh. So <clears throat> I started off listening to a uh, episode of the Burtcast, number 388, with Jason Biggs. You guys may remember Jason Biggs from American Pie, and he was also uh, Piper's husband on um, Orange is the New Black. He's got a new show out on TV, regular TV, called Outmatched, where him and his wife have four kids, um, and on the show, three of them are like super genius kids, and one's just their regular kid. Uh, I saw previews for it whenever I was doing the YouTube TV thing, and it looked really cute. Um, he's a very interesting guy. He's younger than I am, and he talks about getting started early as a young man doing uh, modeling for like catalogs and stuff as a kid. And then somewhere along the way, he started doing plays and he took like dance lessons and ballet lessons and stuff like that and started, you know, performing as, as much as he could anywhere he could. He had an older sister that was like six and a half years older who started to do a little bit of, um, movies and TV stuff just as like an extra, but her, the way his parents looked at it, they were like regular folks, uh, from New Jersey. The way his folks looked at it was, Hey, any money she makes, we can just put towards college. And so, I guess she was like one of those moms at the audition kind of thing or at the show thing, sitting on the sidelines, and the agent said, hey, what about your son? And so he got started as a kid. And American Pie was really the first thing that most people remember him from. And he talks about the process of it and reading for it and how in the beginning, you know, it was advertised as this different name and different show a little bit, and and it sort of evolved, and he said he knew Right for the minute he read it, he goes, "Oh, this is going to be this is going to be big," and he was right. Um, it ended up being a cultural hit for the ages. Um, it was very popular with a lot of people. <clears throat> Here's the thing about American Pie, okay? So if you guys have never seen it, it's basically about these teenage boys in high school who they vow that before graduation they're going to have sex for the first time, and it's this weird. It's a weird movie. Why in the world would this be a goal? that these guys would be like, we're going to do it. Like, like it's just their choice. Like there's no choice that the woman has. I felt really uncomfortable watching it. Not just because I went to the movies with my mom to see it. Yeah. Picture that. Uh, my mom, um, this is when I got out of the Marine Corps. This was probably 99, summer of 99. We were just like, Hey, I've heard this money, this movie's real funny. Let's go see it. Now, if you've ever seen American pie, imagine watching it with your mom in the theater. So as we're walking out, this young teenage boy sees my mom and yells MILF at her. Um, so, yeah, just just picture the humor of that moment. 
Okay. Now, I don't know if this is what scarred me from the movie or what, um, other than the fact of there being a lot of sexual humor in it. Uh, and obviously it's called American Pie because he has sex with a pie. Um, it's funny in this podcast with Bert. Bert goes, Oh, I just realized that's why it's called American Pie. Oh my God, all this time. I never knew that's why they called it that. I thought it was like Americana because it was like American to, for guys to, you know. <laughs> that's just the level of. Bert jokes about it. That's the level of intelligence he has. He's like, I just realized that, you know. Anyway. Um, but it's also, it was also a lot of humor that was very crass and not necessarily one that you want to watch with your mom, even if you are in your 20s. Just saying. So, <clears throat> let's fast forward a little bit. <clears throat> I got married when I was young. I got divorced when I was young. I was single for a little while. I started dating this girl who I liked. I thought she was pretty cute, and, you know, I guess she liked me. Um, we hadn't really gone out, gone out, although we would just be out and see each other and kind of end up talking to each other at the end of the night, and we never really did anything other than talk. That was it. Um, I think I may have kissed her one time. But um, the reason it never went any further was this conversation. She, We're talking about movies that we'd just seen, and I think I'd just seen something, I forget what it was, but it was very impactful and very moving and, and interesting and, and deep and heavy. And she tells me, oh, my favorite movie is American Pie. And I went, eh, what? It's like, it's like that movie in a, it's like that scene in a movie whenever you hear the record scratch, you know, the, mu- the music's playing on the jukebox and all of a sudden somebody says something out of line and all of a sudden you hear the thing go, I, I sort of did that in my brain and I was like, what, what did, what did you just say? American Pie is your favorite movie? She's like, oh yeah, I just love it. I, I watch it over and over and over. And I'm like, really? Really? That's your favorite movie? Really? Really? Hmm. Now here's a young girl who's in her 20s. What part of that movie was appealing to her? Was it just that it was funny? But she just went on and on about how it was her favorite movie. And she just, she loved this part. She loved that part. And it was just, I was just, I was blown away. And at that moment, I realized I cannot date younger girls. (laughs) So thanks to American Pie, I avoided a catastrophe of a relationship. So thanks, movies. You did it for me. So I got to thank Jason Biggs and thank all of those people for, for, I guess, going out of their way to make it extremely funny for her so that that would be her favorite movie so that one day I would steer clear from that. So anyway, um, young lady, if you're out there listening uh, take, don't take it personally. You're older now and you probably will understand. So, um, I doubt she's listening. She's not listening. Neither is Jason Biggs, neither is Bert Kreischer or, or Halston. I mean, right now I'm just talking into this thing, hoping somebody's listening. I doubt anybody is. Um, I mean, I do see the numbers. I have no idea who you guys are other than a few people at work and my mom and my, my wife, you know, but I th- honestly think y'all are just catering to me because I'm spending so much effort and money in this. You're like, yeah, I might as well listen because he's, you know, keeps in that room and talking into the, the void. Must be something. Anyway, thank you to those who listen, by the way. Uh, your continued support is always needed and, and respected and appreciated. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting listen. You get to find out how Bert and Jason are actually tied together. I think Bert's sister is friends with Jason's wife's sister. They're like really close friends. Anyway. Um, 
it's a fun hang of a listen. And Bert actually makes a comment in the in the previews that he does with his wife. That he goes, this is a good one because I actually paid attention and listened. And he goes, I don't normally do that, which is true. He doesn't normally listen. Um, so anyway, then I went and, and did a research project, I guess you'd call it. I was like, I want to hear a new podcast. Let me look for something new. So you guys know that I'm a big Tulsi Gabbard fan and that right now she's not really getting a fair shake in the Democratic National Convention because uh, she's not taking any money from any super PACs or from any special interest groups. She's only self-funded by the people. And she's got a lot to say. And if anybody listens to her, you're going you're gonna to be impressed. You're going to be like, wow, I need to hear more from her. She has a podcast now, the Tulsi, the Tulsi Gabbard Podcast. And the first episode is called The Story of Molly and Ben. And I thought, okay, why am I hearing a story about Molly and Ben? When I saw the title, I thought, is this like people she's related to? Is this like her neighbors? Is this, what is this? So I downloaded it and listened to it while I was driving. And basically, it's a long conversation that Molly and Ben have about how they got into a motorcycle accident shortly after they met and were going to get married and that kind of thing. And the nightmare of things that happened after they got in this horrible motorcycle accident. Basically, Ben lost his leg had to have an amputation, and Molly had severe brain concussions and injuries that they're still dealing with. And they're flat broke, and they own a business that they're trying to get off the ground in New Hampshire. Uh, I guess Tulsi happened to bump into them while she was doing her townhouse, town hall, was it called town hall meeting? Town. Anyway, the thing where they go around and visit people and talk to them and listen to them you know, describe what's going on in their lives and their interests and that kind of stuff. So she met with them and she heard their story and she's like, you guys, like this insurance situation that you guys are in is horrible. And our current our current insurance is set up not really to help you as much as it is just to make a profit for insurance companies. And she's like, this is something that I really feel passionate about and I've talked about from the beginning that I want to change. She's like, it's not... right." <clears throat> She boils it down and she says, basically, there's two. Th- there's only two um, two ways of thinking about it right now in Congress and in in the in government. They either want to have one health care insurance plan that everybody falls under and is government health care, and it's you know kind of like Canada or uh, England has. And she's like, no, there's that one, and then there's one that's you know just privatized and just for private companies to compete with each other and this and that and the other. And she goes, but the problem is whenever they wrote these laws, they let the insurance lawyers put in their two cents worth. And they basically made loopholes for themselves to where they don't have to pay out any money to help you. They're looking out for their best interests. And this story from Molly and Ben basically go on and on talking about how at every step of the way, the insurance companies just kept telling them, no, this is just not cost effective. You got to get out. They basically pushed them out of the system in a lot of ways and caused further complications that needed, that could have been avoided every step of the way. Um, the best part of this podcast is the last 20 minutes. So if you don't want to hear about Molly and Ben's tragic story of their horrible ordeal with the insurance companies and with hospitals, how they screwed up many, many times, go to the very end to the last 20 minutes and hear Tulsi talk about her plan to fix things. What would be a good option? It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. Um, so anyway, after that, I wanted to hear something a little bit lighter. 
you guys probably know that I'm a fan of Joe Coy, and Joe Coy has his own podcast called The Coy Pond. Well, color me pink and dial me in. I wanted to listen to it. And when I looked at the uh, categories of guests that he had on, um, I didn't really know where to start. But just in the lineup of the last few episodes that are out, there's one with Eliza Eliza Schlesinger. Okay, Eliza has three specials on Netflix. Um, Her first and second one are tremendous. The third one, eh, not so much. Um, It's good. It's just not as good as the first two. Okay, she's young. Uh, She's obviously beautiful. She's um, just got married and. She's hilarious. I've seen her uh, show up in what was the movie I just watched? Uh, Instant Family. She was she acted in Instant Family, and was hilarious in that. Um, but this is a great podcast. This is them hanging out, fellow comedians, fellow crushing fem- uh, comedians, and you know Joy Coy's Filipino American. Um, she made a comment about something about food, and he was like, well, I'll, I'll bring you some, some authentic Filipino food. And she was like, oh, please do. So in the beginning of this, she's like eating the food that he brought, and she's going on and on about how good it is. And, you know, anyway, it's a fun hang between two comedians. Uh, I highly recommend it. If you want to check them out, you can hear elements of their humor in this and hear their friendship, and you may be interested to listen to more of what they have separately. Uh, Joe also has a, a Netflix special out, two of them actually. Um, <clears throat> his first one is is awesome. He made it himself. He shopped it around himself, eventually sold it to Netflix. It is crushingly good. Um, the second one, eh, you know, the second one's okay. The first one's awesome though. Um, okay, so <laughs> I've listened to a lot of podcasts here in the little amount of time. Uh, this morning, I listened to Joe Rogan interview Tom Papa, episode 1424 of the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh, Tom Papa, of course, has a Netflix special called You're Doing Great, which I've watched and talked about and told you guys you need to watch. It's uh, it's very affirming of the fact of, listen, you know, we're all going through crazy stuff, but there's opportunities for us to take a step back and realize that we are doing great. We are Okay. We don't need to be so panicked that the media tells us we need to be. We don't need to be so freaking out all the time because we are doing okay. We're doing fine. Um, this is a great podcast between Joe and Tom. They're good friends. Tom always brings them fresh sourdough bread whenever he comes in there that he makes himself. Um, they talk a little bit about diet. They talk a lot about comedy. Um, Tom, I think Tom, I think I'm going to go see Tom do comedy pretty soon. I'm going to look for him. He's going to be one of the ones I'm going to search out in the coming year. Uh, I want to hear him do comedy. I've, his Netflix special is great. Uh, I had talked about him doing a podcast with Burt Kreischer. Um, I don't remember what episode it was, but uh, in there they talk about, him and Burt talk about having teenage kids and watching them grow up and what it's like to be a father in that situation and the stress of learning to let go. Um, with Joe, they don't really talk about the kids as much. Uh, it's more about comedy and situation and what they're doing and, and diet and exercise and that sort of thing. Uh, but you know, Joe, Joe makes it interesting and Tom's a good friend and they can just, they can talk about anything and it'd be entertaining. Um, I went on a deep dive yesterday and listened to one, two, three, three podcasts from, 
a podcast called The Fighter and the Kid. Now, I've talked about them before. The Fighter and the Kid is Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub. Brendan Schaub was a top 10 MMA fighter, and he started to he started to have some physical trouble, and he got talked out of fighting by his friends into doing comedy. Um, I mentioned before that he had been on Whitney's podcast. She kind of was the one that said, hey, I think you're really funny. You should try this. And so did Brian Callen and Joe Rogan. They all pulled him aside and said, hey, man, you know, we like you too much to watch you get kicked in the head. And good thing, because <clears throat> Brandon Schaub is hilarious. And the fighter and the kid is hilarious. But I'll tell you what brought me here, okay? Because I listened to Joe Coy on the Koi Pond, I was like, I looked at the fighter and the kid, and I was just scrolling, and one of the last episodes that just came out was uh, episode 532, had Joe Coy on as a special guest. And he came on, and it was hilarious, because he joked a lot about his success. Um, Brian Callen is one of those guys that that likes to like overindulge in things in a way like he, he just, he likes to broadly paint a picture of how things are and how successful he is and how agile he is. And, you know, it's just, it's the, it's the, you all have that one friend that talks about how better they are than everything else. And even though they're not, they, they, they just keep selling it. Like, you know, I'm going to convince you cause I'm trying to convince myself kind of thing. So they come in and he talks about, hey guys, you know, I gotta I gotta get out of here soon. I gotta go on my TV show, gotta gotta be on my TV show. I'm the I'm the lead character on my TV show. And he kept doing his thing and, and Joyce Joe's like, Oh really, your TV show? How's that? You know, I only have to go to, to the forum tonight because I I sold out you know, three shows tonight. Uh, you know, that would be the forum, you know, where the Lakers play. And he and they just kept going on and on, back and forth. And Joe, Joe was just crushing him with, you know. By the way, I, I did sell it out. You know, ten shows. By the way, ten shows. Yeah, yeah. It's like fifty thousand people. And I, whatever. It's just it's not a big deal. You know, whatever. <laughs> and he kept doing things like, uh, he's like, oh man, I got to get out of here. And just, oh, would you look at the time? Oh, that's all solid gold. Even the little second hand. Look at that. You've never seen anything like this, but I'll let you hold it. You know, kind of thing. It was hilarious. It, it's a fun hang with three comedians. Being silly, being goofy with each other. I laughed. I laughed out loud listening to it, and I listened to a lot of comedy. I laughed out loud listening to this. It was great. Um, and then I had so much fun listening to it, I thought, well, let me try out another one. So the very next episode is one about Valentine's Day. And again, it's a fun hang. It's a fun listen. As these guys are razzing each other, giving each other a hard time. It, 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 was, it was entertaining to listen to. Uh, and I thought, okay, there's two. I used to have a theory a long time ago when I was a young man that uh, if you if you try anything once, you should try everything once. I mean, you're only young once, right? Try anything once, twice if you liked it, third time you're hooked. That's kind of the, the motto. I've listened to two podcasts. I like it. I'm going to try a third one. If I like the third one, I'm hooked. Well, I'm hooked. The third one is with Sam Morell. He comes in the studio. They talk a lot about NBA. They talk a lot about um, Sam, I guess, was in the Joker movie. I haven't seen the Joker movie. Apparently, it's very depressing. Uh, they they talk about uh, Tom Cruise, about his body, about how in shape he is. I guess Sam had done something where he was doing a, a comedy show for Scientology, and uh, he got to meet him pretty close up. Or maybe it was Brian, Brian Callen talking about it. Anyway, he was talking about how just in phenomenal shape he is. Um, they talked a little bit about Scientology, about how nuts that is. And um, 
again, three comedians busting balls, having fun. It's a good time. Um, so yeah, I think I'm hooked now. I think I'm going to start. I went ahead and subscribed to it. I'm like, I'm going to listen to more. Matter of fact, the one they did with Joe Coy was so good. I sent it out to friends. I was like, you guys need to check this out. This is, this is funny. <coughs> I am, uh, sorry about the cough. I am getting a little better by the way. I know you guys have, have struggled through listening to me cough in the past episodes, but I am getting better. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, give me some feedback. I'm recording on an iPad mini and I'm kind of curious what you guys think. I know the last episode, my wife said that I, re- I had the camera set up too close to my face. My face was in the, she's like, it looked like I was like, like you were like right there, like, woo, like scary. Like ah, I can see in your nose and in your pores. And that's the problem with a good camera is you can really see all the pores. Hmm. Anyway, um, on YouTube last night, I watched a podcast, and that's weird to say. On YouTube, I watched a podcast. I guess if you're watching this on YouTube, you guys are watching a podcast. Um, <laughs> I watched a podcast, Dr. Drew After Dark. Um, I talked about how Christina Pazinski, uh, Tom Segura's wife, is going to be a regular on the show, and she's going to sort of co-host. At some point here in the near future, they're going to have live phone calls and stuff like that. Just imagine Loveline back in the day. This is going to be like a new version of that, I think. Um, They talked a little bit about Tom and about Burt Kreischer. They they have a guest that they, not guest, but they have a person that they look at regularly uh, from YouTube clips. This guy that calls himself the the Fed smoker. He's basically a meth smoker, but uh, on meth, he likes to attack police officers and claim, he always asks them for their badge and says he's going to, put a stamp on their forehead that says baby raper and stuff like that. It's the guy is really, there's something wrong with this guy. Anyway, there's nothing wrong with him anymore. Cause he's dead. He died. Um, and they talk about, you know, rest in peace, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but basically every step of the way, Dr. Drew has been saying, you know, this doesn't end well for this guy. Like what he's showing on YouTube, this is further and further signs of his mania, uh, going, it's going to get to a point where someone's going to either lash out at him and hurt him or he's going he's going to have a heart attack because of the the meth. And it's not assumed meth, like you can actually see videos of him smoking meth. So it's pretty disturbing. Um but again, Christina finds it hilarious, uh which is why it's they're even watching it on your mom's house podcast. Um cuz she had a very uh, troubling uh childhood with a mom with uh, bipolar disease. And because of her mania and because of growing up in that, she learned to laugh at the the crazy. And so in that is sort of the show. If you guys watch it, you'll know what I mean. Um, But yeah, so I know that's a lot of podcasts to talk about, but I did listen to a lot. So I hope you guys enjoyed that part. Uh, I am continuing to watch the Star Wars Rebel show, Uh, Star Wars Rebels on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I'm in the third season, and here's the problem with the show that I had, okay? And I realized why I was having this problem after a Google search. Watching the show, there's a character on there that was in one of the prequel movies, a bad guy named Darth Maul, okay? If you guys know Star Wars right now, you're probably like, yeah, Darth Maul. He's the one that chased them and... and killed Qui-Gon Jinn and then Obi-Wan like cut him in half and he fell down in that that tube thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the guy. 
So he's in this cartoon, and this cartoon is supposed to take place sometime later. I'm not exactly sure of the timeline. It's before A New Hope. It's, I don't know if it's after the Clone Wars, technically. I'm unsure about the timeline. Anyway, it's after Vader's in it, so it can't be after Return of the Jedi. It's got to be somewhere around Empire Strikes Back time period, but I'm not sure. I'd like to see a graph. I'd probably have to Google it to figure out a graph. I'm sure somebody's done the legwork and said, this takes place during this time. Like, okay. I mean, I've mentioned that Lando Calrissian has been in it and um, Princess Leia, um, Senator Organa, they call her. (laughs) Um, But I'm not sure of the time period. This may be before, before the first movie. I think this is before the first movie. Not the first movie you guys have seen. Before A New Hope. I'm assuming that you're in your 20s when I said it's before the first one you've seen. Okay, so Star Wars number four is A New Hope. It's before that. Because there is a scene where you get to meet old Obi-Wan and he is looking after a young Luke Skywalker as a boy. So it's before that. It's got to be between the movies, right? Because Darth Vader is Darth Vader. Yeah, that's what it is. It's between the prequels and the ones that were the first ones made. That's so confusing to even say. I know right now if you're not a Star Wars fan, you're like, yeah, I'm done with this. <laughs> Click. I'll go check out the uh, joy, the, the uh, fighter and the kid. Yeah, that'll be where it's at. Maybe Tulsi Gabbard, I don't know. Anyway, um... But I was confused. How is Darth Maul in this if he's dead? Like if 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 we if we watched him be cut in half, then how is he in this series? How is this? It's a broken timeline. And I kept going on and on. And my wife was like, "How is this guy even here? This is a broken timeline. This guy doesn't belong here." And then I googled it. And when you Google it, of course, someone's got an explanation. Apparently. After he cut him in half, he fell down some vent tube and ended up in a place where these people kept him alive and then eventually put metal legs on him, like android body legs. And that's how he survived. Hmm. Seems very suspect to me. Seems like they had a hit character that people liked and they thought, how can we keep this character going? And they made up some crap, which is probably the way it happened uh, overall. But he's interesting in this cartoon. He plays a very interesting role. And you get to see the main character kid grow up, and there is the introduction of the the dark lightsaber. I had mentioned seeing that in the Mandalorian series, and I had to do a research thing, and I watched somebody's very fast 20-minute video where they rattled off, I don't know, 30 people's names so quickly I couldn't keep up. Basically, he shows you in that video all the steps of the dark saber that we see, and now I get it. I see the dark saber. It is supposed to be wielded by the leader of the Mandalorians, who apparently also has Jedi powers. So, yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. The cartoon is cool. I know my wife's probably sick and tired of watching her grown husband watch cartoons, but it's a cool show. I'm, like, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, But yeah, that's it. Rebels. Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
Help me, Obi Wan. You're my only hope. Um. Yeah. Okay. This morning I got up early and cooked a brisket on the grill. It was very cold outside. I think at one point it got down to 24. Um, I went outside. There was frost on everything, including the grill. And it looked really cool to start the grill up, the pellet smoker, and watch the smoke roll out of it at that temperature. It was really cool. I put the brisket on, cooked it for several hours, uh, pulled it off. We had some brisket and eggs this morning for breakfast. Mm. Kind of feel like I'm winning in some way. Like, feel like somebody should go, Congratulations. You're doing all right, kid. Maybe. I hope so. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We got a trip planned or, or two or three or four. Um, and it looks like they're all on weekends. So I don't even think I have to burn any vacation days. I'm going to have a lot of vacation days left over this year. Hmm. Hmm. Something to think about. Um, I have an opportunity to do something new at work and I am applying for it. So wish me luck. Hopefully things will go my way. And if not, then God has a different plan for me. I'm a firm believer that, uh, when you're ready for the next challenge, it will present itself. So, uh, wish me luck. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for being a part of this. Um, I am looking into t-shirts and, uh, my wife is not happy about it because I'm ordering a lot of them to get a better price. Uh, if you guys are interested, let me know. Um, I will be selling these. These are these are to make my money back from what I'm going to spend on getting them. <laughs> I'm not going to make the color ones. The color ones were super expensive. Uh, they were not cost effective. I gave all of those away. Uh, these are just going to be white with a logo. I'll show you guys the thing when they come in. Uh, but let me know what you think. Let me know if you're interested. And as always, uh, cue the cow. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>